Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Mysticons, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hello. Today, Delaney, April, and I are back once again to discuss Mysticons, uh, this time episode 17, Quest of the Vexed, that aired uh, this morning on Nickelodeon. Mysticons airs 8.30 a.m. on Sundays on Nickelodeon, and uh, and, uh, this was in various other countries as well (laughs) in different points. But uh, we're almost almost synced up globally, actually. Everyone else is paused waiting for for the U.S. to catch up. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we'll be new for the rest of December until, uh, except for the last week as well. So a lot more Mysticons to come. Find all of our Mysticons coverage at the Overly Animated Podcast at OverlyAnimated.com uh, or search for uh, Overly Animated Mysticons on iTunes and subscribe there on YouTube to not miss any of our future Mysticons episode or recaps. Um, spoilers for this episode. Uh, make sure you've seen this in all previous episodes of Mysticons. But uh, Delaney, what did you think of Quest of the Vexed? I liked it. I thought it was a good episode. You know, M's fun. All the characters are fun. Like, I think there were good character moments to everybody. Uh, it was a funny episode. Like, it was cool. There was some, like, neat, you know, like, mythology kind of building stuff. Like, I liked the jingle. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was kind of like the the pony unicorn thing. I don't quite remember, but the My Little Pony reference that happened mm-hmm. previously. Uh, it, I, it did seem, you know, this was, this might be one of the more, like, stereotypical like episodes of the show in that like well i guess i should say tropey in that you have like you do like oh we're gonna focus on this character and this aspect of this character but we haven't really focused on it or like it's not really prominent in general like this episode didn't really focus on her being unsure just her and just not talk speaking up i guess because it's kind of it's one of those kind of like they kind of like created a conflict that's not necessarily there all the time which I think it was important to like, I'm glad that we kind of addressed the relationship between Arcana and and because we haven't like talked about it, you know, since the very beginning. But overall, I mean, I still like the episode. Like it was good and it was funny and like M's a great character. So. Okay. Yeah. Thumbs up because thumbs up on M. That's, that's a good yes. take. I like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, April, what'd you think of this episode? Um, I liked it, but I'm always on board for an, a good M episode. So I agree with Delaney that, um, This, like, it was, like, conflict that wasn't really, like, set up before. And I guess, yeah, we kind of needed to, like, discuss what Arcana and M's relationship has sort of, like, evolved into since they've become Mysticons. Because before it was sort of set up, like, that they were really good friends and everything like that. But then it kind of made me, like, question, like, is this, like, what their definition of being really good friends is? Because that's kind of messed up. Um, also, Arcana was a jerk this entire episode, and it was, it just drove me crazy. But there was, <laughs> it was like another, like, really good episode that had, like, a lot of, like, really good lines and, like, sort of sets up more of, like, <clears throat> sorry, like, what's going on in the world? We got it, we got a magic hour out of it. So, <laughs> that's a highlight enough to bring up in the beginning. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> we don't get them every episode. Yeah. It's so. true. It's a special occasion. Yeah. Yeah, it's a special occasion. Um, I will, and the other thing, like, uh, whenever they showed, like, the last time on, I just thought it was so weird. I was like, like, I had to, like, pause it and take a moment and just be like, wait, is this, like, did I, like, miss something? Am I watching the wrong episode? Because, like, this happened, like, a few episodes ago. So I was really confused by that. But 
but otherwise it was a it was a really good episode i enjoyed the kim raw she's uh one of my favorite i guess like opposing forces so gives a gets a good thumbs up for me Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think thumbs up too. This is, this is a really interesting episode. Um, very unlike any previous Mysticons episode we've had. I think it's very zany would be the word I'd use to describe the episode. Like it's, it's, we, we've had humor based episodes before. Um, and I think they've been some of the least successful episodes of Mysticons. Um, like a girl and her gum lump and maybe episodes three and four would be the ones that, that you'd identify as being like whose primary purpose is to be funny. And then the rest of the episodes either are primarily character or plot based. And, um, I think this is our first like uh, pretty clear success at uh, being a comedy like for for an episode. And that's that's a really cool thing because it shows that Mysticons has a lot of range. Um, and just in addition to just primarily being funny, it's also just weird, like in its uh, structure. <laughs> uh, like we end with a fake commercial, which is I, I was very surprised <laughs> by. We're play, like playing around with the format of uh, of the show. It's 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 kind of like I don't know where to describe it as like meta or just uh, it's it's clearly not just showing something that's happening in real time for them. Um, and I thought that was a very interesting choice. Uh, overall, I do think it really works. I think there's a lot of great character stuff as well. Um, so like the combination of that plus just the fact that I think this is probably the funniest episode of Mysticon so far, um, would, uh, make this, make the, I'm, I'm unclear like how good it is. I'm like kind of open to this being somewhat of a top tier episode of the show, but I'm also open to this just being good, not great. So, uh, let's, I guess let's see as we get into it. here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you, Delaney, what do you think of my take that this is the funniest episode and the the uh, first clear success at a, a, a comedic episode for Mr. Guns. I mean, I definitely agree that it's definitely like the first like real like success of being comedic. Like, cause like, you know, it's not, it didn't feel like they were trying too hard. And it was just like, even the concept played in well. Cause I liked that. Like they got angry, but like they were still there themselves. It wasn't like, Oh, we're all just mad at this one person, but no, they all were just mad, <laughs> which I appreciated that in the way they like played it. And it was really funny. And the Malveron and Arcana stuff was really funny. I mean, I don't really, like, I like. I thought it was funny. I don't necessarily know if I would say it's, like, a top-tier episode. Like, I do think it was a great episode, and I really enjoyed it. But and we've talked about this previously, about, like, <laughs> the show just continues to amaze me. And so when it doesn't <laughs> amaze me, I'm disappointed. But obviously I'm holding the show to, like, an insanely high standard. But, I mean, I did like it. Like, I thought it was really good. But I'm also not one to like be really about these kinds of episodes. Yeah. But I I did like that, like you said, that it was zany. Like it was really funny. And it was definitely a weird episode. But it does show like I'm really proud of like how like this range that we have expressed. Like it's I like it. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> and it was definitely like a great comedy. Like and I'm, I'm hopeful like that means like we all will have less, you know, like, uh, oh, my God, Piper birthday episodes. And then. What? you know Come and on. more and funny and more like episodes that are funny like this and they're like actually legitimately funny it's not like oh that was supposed to be funny but i don't actually think it's funny it but, wasn't forced comedy that's what right. i liked about it the piper birthday stuff was the best part of that episode. anyway um <laughs> it's the gum lumps that's the not great uh i just couldn't remember the name of the episode yeah a girl, a girl and her gum lump <laughs> uh, obviously very memorable to us but uh it's, i <laughs> 
I, I guess I somewhat disagree that we're not like forcing it as much here. I think that like, if anything, this episode has more jokes per minute than we've ever seen before. So to that extent, we are kind of forcing it. It's just successful. Like, and it's well, I guess, yeah, well, yeah I mean, that's the well, thing. Well, it, like, doesn't it doesn't feel forced. forced. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, definitely. There's diff- like, for example, like, I'm sorry if y'all watched Thor Ragnarok and thought it was really funny. That uh, that movie is so forced and it oh, makes me want to die. Okay, you're going to get this hate. episode. Gonna hate doesn't, that's fine. <laughs> but this episode doesn't make me want to do that. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it doesn't feel. Yeah, I think that's the key. It doesn't feel forced. Okay, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, obviously, obviously, this ep- like comedy episodes are forced comedy. Like, that's how they work. Right. Like, that's the, how they function. Right. But this episode didn't feel that way. Yeah, I think uh, you also brought up. I think maybe my favorite comedic part of the episode, which was the uh, when the like anger zombies and uh, just the the kind of recurring joke we have of uh, a character saying something and then being turned into a zombie and then uh, losing track of what they're saying. Um, so we, we it's get really good. Yeah. I think that that's my highlight with, uh, Kim Ra, we had Doug in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. April, what do you think of, uh, yeah. Co-sign on potentially funniest episode of the show. Um, I could co-sign to that. Like, I don't know. I, it's always so hard to like rank episodes against each other because I feel like they're always like, like different. And then, you know, we get a lot of like really heavy plot stuff. And so this is just kind of like a very unique episode that we've seen so far like i agree to that and um i think the what makes it funny too is that it's all like very natural and it's natural to the characters like they're not saying anything that you wouldn't expect that like that's not like out of character for them to say in terms of like in the context of what's going on like with them being angry and things like that like even like the what is it the moment where like Zarya hits Doug with an arrow and he's like, Hey, I know we're really angry, but that stung a little. And I'm like, like the, I was like, that was fine. Like I didn't have any problems with that. So, but yeah, I, I could co-sign to it being like one of the funniest episodes of this season or of the show thus far. Yeah, I really enjoyed when, <laughs> when they're all the zombies and yet they're still like self-aware to a certain extent. I thought yes. that was a big success. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just the whole the whole like last five minutes ish of the of the episode really comes together well, I think. Um, oh yeah, and they're all just fighting each other like with no reason. It's just badness. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's good. Um, well, you uh, one other thing you brought up, April, that I thought was a great point was that this was one of the first attempts we've made to really uh, show the depict the uh, Arcana and M kind of friendship that existed before the show. <laughs> Um, and I really appreciate that we're, we're trying to get into that more and we're kind of just dealing with issues between them. Um, and we like, we, we, it's, it's a definitely a like, kind of like an Arcana and M spotlight episode. And, um, we get the M focus with her dealing with her anger issues and also, I guess the moral ends up being just speak out about what's upsetting you, um, which is, I think, the which I personally agree with being the correct the, uh, thing to take away from this. The moral yeah. is literally don't bottle up your feelings. Yes. Like, literally. <laughs> yes, like, literally the whole concept of the episode, yeah. And, uh, yes, and uh, we also get, like, Arcana just being, like, stop, <laughs> stop being a jerk. Uh, that's a good yeah. one, too. <laughs> And and then also their their friendship, I feel like, and they just need to vocalize their feelings more to each other, I guess, is, is a good takeaway. I have a hot take right away. I think the M character stuff is some of the weakest parts of the episode. Um, like, I prefer most other things that are happening, because I do think we kind of lost track of, like, well, M's, like, screaming into the thing, and then, you know, it ends up just being she just needs to speak up, but, like, what does that have to do with really anything else that's happening? Um, well, it just felt weird because, like, Arcana doesn't normally act that way. Like, Arcana's not, like, a giant jerk. Like, she does stuff that's kind of jerkish, but, like, it was just super exaggerated. And I think that was, like, 
that was probably what was forced really was kind of like this drama that happened. Yeah. I, so, yeah. okay. So here's my bigger hot takes. And since you brought it up, I actually <laughs> think this is maybe Arcana's best character episode ever. Um, what? Because she's just something, you know, like she, she's just like, <laughs> she's, she's, she, she's not just a, a lead character with nothing. She just, she's just, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast. She's the show's one of the main struggles is displaying any sort of personality for Arcana. And, um, she's, we display a lot of personality for her. She's like a giant jerk, but like, I prefer that <laughs> to nothing. <laughs> Yeah. And like, it was a little, it was over the top for comedic effect, but I kind of like just Arcana being like not aware of how she's affecting others. I think that's realistic given her like royalty position and like her position as head of, of the Miscons. Um, and like, I also think that her displaying clear feelings for Malvron, that was a success. It's like, okay, we're not just doing this 10 levels under the surface for no reason. Um, I, I we, liked we Arcana. We legitimately brought it to the surface. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll talk about the, the Arcana Malvron, a big, a big, uh, part of the episode. But, um, yeah, I just, I, I liked what I saw from Arcana more than I had before because I was more interested in what she was doing. I didn't like that she was a huge jerk, but I just sort of took it as like an over exaggeration. Because, like, I don't know, it was, I guess, like, an M episode and, like, her struggling with her, I guess, her relationship with Arcana. And so maybe, like, in my head, I was just like, oh, she's being a really big jerk. But then, like, upon the second watch through, I was like, okay, well, maybe, like, they're just trying to make her seem like a really big jerk to sort of, like, emphasize, like, M's frustrations and things like that. Like, like of course, M should be mad because look at how big of a jerk she's being yeah. so yeah that's definitely why they're doing that yeah it's to to show the <laughs> m's perspective on it that's why we have to show arcana being so so jerky yeah yeah which again brought up like my whole like okay but what was their relationship before this show kind of thing like like was she always this big of a jerk or are we just doing that for the purposes of this show because that's going to bring about like a whole new thing mm-hmm. if like this is who arcana really kind of is yeah. yeah, and I think they kind of got into that like very briefly with Zarya telling her in the beginning, you're not her Griffin Wrangler anymore, um, which kind of like hinted at there being a power imbalance for their previous uh, dynamic um, that doesn't exist anymore now that they're both Mysticons. Um, if, uh, if, if M was her like servant previously and now that they're on equal footing and Arcane is still treating her like her servant. I thought that was like a really interesting thing to maybe get into, but we also don't really get into it that much. Yeah, they brought it up more, like, and it's just, like, it's interesting that they would bring it up and not, like, expand upon it, but then again, it could be something that we, like, get into more later. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, yeah, we gotta talk about Arcana Malvron, the, we've been calling this Astro Mage, a lot of discussion <laughs> on what to call the, this relationship. I rec, I tell it, we've been calling this Astro Mage for months, you can, if you wanna <laughs> listen to us, you can, if not, that's fine, but, um, it's, uh, yeah, Arcana, Malvron, Romance, uh, they, we, they both, what's the takeaway here? We, they, we learned that they both clearly have feelings for each other, correct? Yes. Correct. Yeah. How are we feeling about this? <laughs> It's fine. Just finally get it over with. It's been really annoying. <laughs> right. I really like what it was like. We'd all be really happy for you. Like, that, yeah. was like, that honestly was like maybe my favorite part of the episode was when M was like, we'd all be really happy. Like she's yelling that. <laughs> she's really angry about it, but not also, at the same time. Voice actress, great job. Quality. Yeah, uh, for for M, yeah, Evany Rosen was great. Yeah, whole, just the whole episode too. But um, yeah, uh, M says, um, would you just admit you like Malvron or AB? I'll be really happy for you. We really would. And uh, Kana says, uh, but seriously, you think I like Malvron? And you think he likes me? Like, like <laughs> that's like more emotions than Arcane has ever displayed on the show. No, before. I agree. And like the like <laughs> the look on her face was really good. Like all of it was good. 
like the squinty eyes and everything. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the scene after that, when they're both uh, the angers, anger zombies, um, uh, why would you do that? I liked you. And Melbron says, I have a hard time picking up the signals. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just great. Yeah. Actually, I will like, even though it's like the most obvious ship and it, it all kinds of ma- art kind of makes us all like cringe a little bit. But like, I think that this like coming to light of their feelings is actually like really kind of hilarious. And I'm not like upset about it at all. Like them like coming up like forward in fits of rage. Like that's the best. <laughs> yeah. I think this is like a great way to handle just the, <laughs> uh, the super obvious uh, boy girl relationship on the show. Like this, it just bringing it up in, uh, in terms of your zany humor uh, concept in, uh, in episode 17. Like, and that's what brings it to the surface. <laughs> I think that's actually pretty, like really funny on a in, like level. an episode that doesn't even focus on either one of those characters. Like, I think that's great. Like I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, I think we're like, like yeah, I think we're like kind of making fun of the relationship, like in this episode, like Arcane and Mel. It's like a self-aware, yeah. like yeah. you're the most obvious ship, so let's bring it to light in like the most crazy way possible. Like, also, it was super weird that his password is Arcana. <laughs> what you don't your you don't make your password your crush? That's not that's not how that works. No, <laughs> and I guess the writing system is like lists uh, symbols of two. Anyway, that's for that. Uh, that's for Crispy yeah, to really take care of. But, yeah, yeah. I really need to understand what the language is now and yeah. how it works. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other, the other big Arcana Malveron uh, was in the beginning, of course, with uh, the training. Um, and uh, Malveron says she's adorable when she's ruthless. Um, I feel like this is probably out of character for Malbron, but that's fine. <laughs> but I like that Doug called him out on it, too. He's, like, adorable. Like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, he comes over and puts uh, his, his hands on her shoulders, and she's, like, really bashful. And then um, uh, you were on fire. And then Piper, Piper mocks them. Like, you were on fire. <laughs> that was, no, I really like that, like, they just called him out. Like, because instead of, like, just dancing around it and pretend, like, talking about it later like no they just immediately call them out and it's amazing that like is, right that there is the, in front yes, of them <laughs> yes this is the beauty of piper is she is not afraid to do these things like right in front of her yeah um and uh said, it was just a squeeze and there is nothing going on between us they both say so yeah that's like their tagline there's nothing going on between us <laughs> yeah 17, 17 episodes nothing going on between us and are we even going to take anything away from this because they're both anger zombies when they admitted their feelings for each other so um I don't. I don't know if this is going to be like. I don't think they're going to immediately start dating. Unfortunately, that'd be really great though if that's the reason. Like, I would love that actually. <laughs> Next episode, they're on a date. <laughs> yeah, we really should just. Uh, you know, I, you know. I guess it doesn't matter because it, it's not like there's been negative consequences of putting this relationship under the surface. It's just like a little frustrating because you know they're building up to something, but it's obvious and uh, and also neither of them are the greatest characters. Um, that's true. Yeah, that's that's We're more building. We're building up the like the worst characters of like characterized characters of the show right. to two, be together. Two, yeah. Probably the two <laughs> un- most underdeveloped characters on the show, along with Tasma, um, or yeah, Arcane and Malvron. So Tasma's um, never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Tasma's gonna be back. Just so hold on. <laughs> yeah, it has been has been a little bit, but. Um, yeah, so you know we'll see, but uh, yeah, it, it was. I think this is this this I think surpasses uh, All Hail Necrofa as the strongest Arcana Melbron episodes. I would say. Yes. Although the the runes in the sky is still great. The, that those are the best moments. This and this and that. 
Um, uh, this one was better. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, let's talk about. So we talked about uh, Arcana and um, her like mistreatment of M, and it's it's played to like significant comedic effect in the beginning of the episode. Uh, in that training scene, uh, in the beginning, Arcana is just like blasting everyone and like stealing Zarya's weapon, and uh, it's like, are you just that that show OP? Off a yeah, Palooza. yeah, show off a Palooza, yeah. <laughs> Um, in the, in the app, Arcana is not like the strongest one. So I don't, I don't know why she's just dominating the training, <laughs> but, uh, it was the app is that, or the stats on the app canon. I need to know that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then, uh, we got, uh, uh, oh, okay. Arcana steal it. Get like when they're, they have this whole purse sequence, um, with, uh, their purse shopping for uh ghoul cheese. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's the yeah they, they're and, like uh, Kim Ross steals them and they get them back and um, Arcana's like everything's gonna be okay now and uh, she's like what what was that I was just talking to the person the purses uh, everything's gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay my little snookums yeah that's it <laughs> that's, I thought that was very funny um, and, and she later she's like it was just an off day for you M <laughs> right yeah. Uh, sad. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, th- I think we come, to, we get to a good place with that where, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, M speaks up and, uh, they hug and, yeah, every, everything's good with, with Arcana M, I think, at the end. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, I think, as I talked about before, the, one of the big comedic highlights is the, the, uh, the, like when people turn into the, the uh the ang- the anger I keep saying zombies it's not really that the spread of the anger virus or whatever um maybe one of the definitely one of the lines of the episode when it affects everyone we see Kimra um she's <laughs> she, she we have the sequence uh she's like uh maybe Kimra has seen error for ways oh, uh, no uh, no uh forget that Kimra learned nothing yeah, yeah that was really great I, I love that I love that trope too like it's so good. Yeah, really. She good. was so close to a so, so close, Kimra. <laughs> yeah. Oh, feel feel bad. Come on. Kimra Kimra Kim Redemption, is it happening? Is this what we're we're teasing about? Uh no, I don't think so. No. no. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, Tasma Redemption is the is the the one we get a track here but um we also have doug uh when they're like trying to get they're like okay we gotta get the spell off uh malveron's spell pad apparently oh yeah and doug. he has the line where he's like don't worry i know all of malveron's passwords and then he gets hit and he's like but i respect his right to privacy and i just died it was really yeah it's, it's a real reversal of what they were doing with that <laughs> i know the second one's the good one here <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i thought that was great um yeah it's uh and uh we have uh just how how it like affects okay we got to get into the thing before because there's also the subplot of uh gawain and latincia and doug in this in this episode so oh you, you, i was you, so confused by that so you'd think that uh other than this one thing there's no indication this episode takes place after the previous one except for the fact that uh we were dealing with the direct ramifications of the gawain latincia breakup we're all uh you know all of our gawain i forgot what we called it from last episode latincia or whatever uh we're you know we're heartbroken over the, over their demise but um yeah, I think we I think we get a ton of great uh, Gawain sequences here. Um, we see uh, he wants uh, Latinsia back, and Latinsia is like, "No, I'm uh, dating the dumpster monster now." <laughs> and uh, M says, "At least she's dating up." Uh, 
Yeah, and then Gwen says, really good. Gwen says, I'll change. Not a lot, but I'll try. Yeah, that was all that, <laughs> that was, was good. And then they like sing their weird breakup song, like whatever that was. That was about. the most confusing part, because Doug's like, he's like, it was my breakup with my ex that uh, caused me to write, um, what is it? Like, yeah, she, what I... I if my like, ex, had, if my ex hadn't uh, glyph dumped me, so yes, I never would have written uh, this. I cries for two, right? But then I was confused because Gawain knew the the lyrics to that. That, that means Doug that had I, the implication is, is that yeah, exactly. The implication is Doug is like a famous like songwriter or something, right? Or like a poet. I was so yeah. confused. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, uh, Doug is multi talented, and uh, yeah, this is a big Doug and Gawain episode. Characters that potentially previously never interacted on the show. Um, it's not clear why Doug is interacting with Gawain here. <laughs> it just kind of happens. Uh, are we shipping <laughs> Doug and Gawain? You know what? Doug needs happiness too, I guess. Oh, so, so that's a, yeah. Is, is Gawain the happiness? <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Uh, that's, that's, that's everyone's, everyone's favorite new crack ship, uh, as discussed on our Discord. So, um, and then, yeah, again, Gawain's like 1v1ing the dumpster after. It's just, the, the, this, this dumpster is an enemy in the app, and it's like, <laughs> like well Latina's just dating it now okay it's this is this is their default thing and they have a like a dumpster reaction shot of uh whenever someone throws anything away like over their shoulder they just show the dumpster eating it on the show um no if you know it's happened several times and uh now it's a character i guess so i I thought that was good um and yeah and then they're like hugging it out later um Going in the dumpster. And, and he uh, was sorry for all the trash talk. Yeah, the ha! trash talk. Yeah. I died. <laughs> yeah. We also, <laughs> yeah, we also see uh, Mathis and Schnecticus hugging it out. And uh, Kimra on the train. Yes. Which was, yeah, which was good. And uh, then uh, the, the centaur comes up and starts hitting on Latincia. And she says, uh, one word, nay. <laughs> there were just so many good lines from this. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is, I have a, I have a lot uh, a lot highlighted here from the surprisingly <laughs> long outline from the episode. Um, yeah, and uh, so I, I'll, those are, I think, the, the the things I have as the, the humor highlights from it. We also, I think, have uh, at the end is Piper doing yoga and she does the downward centaur. There's just and like, then it cuts to the, to the centaurs <laughs> yeah. doing yoga. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's just a lot packed in at the end. It's It's really good, yeah. Um, it's the whole, we, we mean, the centaurs are also a part of this episode and <laughs> at the end they're attacking the toilet, um, w- which, which on first viewing, I was like, why is there a random toilet? But earlier in the episode, the construction worker throws the toilet from the porta potty or something and it like never lands. No, it yeah. like blows up and okay, he's like, like blows stuck. Up. Yeah. Yeah. It was little too, it was like 15 minutes before it. I don't think there was enough of a connection there, but um uh yeah the the centaurs they're coming off of their 32 minute mile and yep. uh yeah and they say uh well, some say we shouldn't attack strange deities that fall from the sky i say nay yeah <laughs> the centaurs <laughs> still not the biggest fan of the centaurs to be honest but you know that's okay they played their role in this episode and that's all that matters just to attack the canister and <laughs> they're just their tiny energy. and adorable like it's just great <laughs> uh, yeah Oh yeah, the uh, M calls them uh, cute or something, right? So, um, or one oh. uh, s- someone calls. Is that this episode? It was like it was the episode before because Arya was like, 
you had to call them adorable or something like that or and that because that made them angry i yeah. think oh i think whatever. someone says that someone says that this episode do anger you but you're so cute yeah. Oh, no, Arcana says that to M, because I remember I had a yeah. moment where I was- and she, like, I pats was, her on the head. Yep, and I was full, fueled with rage, because people say that to me all the time, and I was like, no, this is not okay. <laughs> I must announce that I just set my lock screen on my computer as Mysticons. Well, what, mis- <laughs> what Mysticons image? Oh, it's just the, like, when it's in the theme song, it's, like, flashes of their eyes. Okay. Yeah. That's appropriate. Yeah. I nice. thought it was cool. Thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> my my desktop is still coruscating. Yeah, obvious. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I have a lot of good things. Let me talk about the big, big negatives from the episode, which don't. The problem is the negatives don't really have anything to do with anything um, in terms of like production. Like it's not like the fault of the writing or any of like the animation or whatever. But so we have this previously on that. that uh, oh, yeah. Made no sense. This is an episode <laughs> that does not need a previously on. I had to rewatch it because I didn't understand what was going on like i thought i was like did i miss something because when they cut the training i was like what yeah it should I be noted this, so confused. yeah this did air I, on nick yeah it, it's 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 in the episode um oh, yeah i told you I, I seriously thought i was watching the wrong episode no like. i was so confused <laughs> yeah we need to previously on the centaurs because they're a vital part of the episode <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was, that was terrible. I did, however, say a few, uh, weeks ago that I prefer, I take the previously on over the long transformation sequence because the previously on, you can just skip through and then just the episode well, starts. We got both yeah. of and, we had both. Right, but we had both. And we actually have the worst use of, we have the, I've, I've said, oh, this was the worst transformation sequence ever. We yeah. have by far the worst here. So we have the, are the one I've complained about a ton, the, uh, the long transformation sequence with the, like, score, but not the, the theme song. The theme song. Like, if it's yeah. the theme song, we don't care, because yeah. the theme song's cool, but. Yeah. So we have that. And then they followed up with their, this, this the, sequence the of them. The train sl- thing. The swinging yeah. in the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we've used one or once or twice before. And they do them back to back, and it comes out to a minute five seconds, uh, in a row of, of reused animation. <laughs> And um it was really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Like it like yeah. it was really bad. Yeah, this is like no. So like we've ta- we've talked about the uh transformation sequences enough on the podcast, but um you know, if there's ever an episode to bring it up again, I think it's this one because it's an uh, over a minute. And we were talking about this in our Discord, I think, uh, a little while ago. And um, and there's a few people that are more fans of or uh, watch more Magical Girl type stuff than um, than necessarily we do. And uh, their point is that there's a lot of shows that use that use transformation sequences, and um, some of them are even worse than this. Like some of them are even longer than a minute. Like this is maybe this isn't even that bad. And I think well, fair it's point. Like, you can appreciate it, like as like a genre, like having like transformation sequences are cool. I agree. I liked Power Rangers. I had the Power Ranger Transformer, <laughs> and I would sit there and pretend that I was becoming a Power Ranger, and it's really cool. And that's how you get kids <laughs> to buy toys. But <laughs> it's still really annoying. <laughs> Yeah. Especially, it's really it's, annoying in this show because, like, we, like, okay, in Miraculous Ladybug, it doesn't matter. They're going to do the sequence. Fine. I, I've accepted this. But they don't always do it in this show. And it's like, why? Like, that's why then, you don't know well, which one you're going to get. Yeah, you don't know which one you're going to get. And then sometimes it just seems like, like, inappropriate and out of place. Like, like, this episode was, like, so comedic. And then for them to, like, have the transformation sequence one, like, that's fine if it's, like, maybe a shortened version, but you'd use the long version with, like, the orchestral music and not the theme song. And so it just sort of, like, takes like takes you out of the episode almost because 
Like if you're going to use the long one and everything like that, I feel like it should be during like something that's going on. But this was just like, we're just taking back handbags from Kimra. Like it, there was just no need for it. Yeah. So uh, and we're just I, taking back the ones she bought. Like it's just yeah. the ones that Arcana <laughs> wanted. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. Kimra says she needs a uh, a bag for each of her outfits, and that Zoe's was like, really good. She has she has more than one outfit. Yeah. That yeah. that was my favorite because I legitimately had that thought before <laughs> Zarya said something, and I wrote down very largely like Zarya, get out of my brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so here's let's here's the so we cover um I think what three shows with transformation sequences. Should be noted. I complain about it in every single. It's not just I'm just yeah. don't just I don't just single yeah. out Miss Guns. I complain Confirm. about this every show. Um so uh, Voltron, uh Miraculous Ladybug in this show. So the difference between this and Miraculous Ladybug, Miss Guns and Miraculous Ladybug. Miraculous Ladybug is a show that is doesn't really advance the plot episode to episode and does the same things every time, and it's kind of just this campy uh more uh, fun show that um, you ex- you know what to expect. It does the same four or five sequences every single episode, and um, you know it's the key is that Mysticons is not that. That's it's kind of trying to be that type of show, this straight up magical girl show, but it's not. It is clearly a show that has a, na- a narrative progression in it. So much so, it's like a very serious uh, sequential narrative that it uh, nothing resets, and there's like a very legitimate plot. And I really think that the reason animation and the transformation sequence just does not work, uh, given that we're a plot show. Like, this is just a plot show. It's the same thing with Voltron. Vol- the, the transformation sequences in Voltron are also really bad. And I actually think it's worse in Mistcons because Voltron doesn't even move the plot as much as this show does. That's the thing. Like, right. Voltron's a very serious yeah. narrative show and not, and it has, it has like breather episodes more frequently than this show does. So, um, it's, it, this it is just, maybe like our second or third breather episode. Right. Yeah. yeah that's it. So, um, yeah, there's Mistcons in contention for our most plot heavy show that we cover. And, uh, this is not the one you want to have uh, these things going for it. Like, I think that like, like I said before, like if you, if you're going to use it sporadically, I think you should make it count. Like, don't just, like, randomly throw it into, like, a filler episode. Like, it doesn't work that way. So, I think, like, if you're going to have a transformation sequence, use it and make it count. Don't, like, if you're going to use it every episode, then use it every episode. But, like, you can't just, like, use it sporadically and think that it's going to be okay. Because it just sort of takes, like I said, it it took away from this episode for me. Like, the second time I watched it, I skipped over the transformation sequence. Because I was like, nah, I don't want to watch this. Like, I'm just going to get back to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, <laughs> I, I think that this is the one area where the show being a mishmash of genres has not worked. I think for the most part, it's really succeeded in doing a lot of different types of things at once, being a magical girl show, being a heavy narrative show, um, being a, uh, you know, sometimes it has comedy episodes. It, it's like a and It's based on D&D. It has, uh, you know, it, it's it's urban, contemporary urban fantasy. It does like modern technology things. It uh, at the same time, it does like uh, Eastern mythology things. Right. It's it's a it's it's this giant mishmash and it's almost universally worked, which is why the show is so good. This is the one area that it's really suffered from combining the genres because you have the magical girl trope and the plot stuff and it doesn't combine well i think 
I think for- you can be like a magical girl show and not have a transformation sequence too. Yes, like- I think so. I don't know why we need to do this. I like, uh, you know, you can do the, the other good, like this, to me, this is just a bad thing. Like, I don't like this in any show. So, you know, this is just, uh, <laughs> just take it out of all the magical girl shows. They'd all be. You're bad, like, but- it's not just you, Mr. Collins. It's everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, believe me, I complain about this other, other, other shows. Anyway. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's not, usually it's not going to be worth bringing up, but this episode, there's over a minute in a row with, with nothing new. So that was bad. Yeah um yeah okay i think that that exhausts most of the stuff I, i've got here april were there other moments from the episode you wanted to highlight um just uh i still enjoyed like the infomercial at the end oh, it was yeah, just yeah. so completely yeah. random that it was great and i enjoyed like the what was it the side effects and one of them was like unicorn hallucinations like <laughs> what are those <laughs> you need to know yeah 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 the vexlay commercial yeah what the, the viral spread of uh contained range rage <laughs> and, um, and then m like cuts into the commercial and is like uh yeah just stop it already yeah it was I also very... like that everyone knew the jingle like i liked that gag like yeah. every yeah. time like they talked about it it was so good everyone was like vexlay like and then they would just go straight into the jingle <laughs> yeah it was good it was very like uh like, and then having the commercial at the end, it felt very, like, kind of Rick and Morty to me. Yes, yes. L- yes, so I, I really appreciated that. It just added to the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, what did you think of the commercial, Delaney? Oh, I liked it. I mean, I was confused at the end a little bit, but then I, like, it was funny. And it was, like, I, I agree, it was very Rick and Morty-ish, and that's what it made me think of. But I, I just, like, I just love that, like, that kind of, yeah, like, it's so <laughs> stupid, and I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I appreciate it specifically for this episode just because of so how weird it was. I don't think it's going to typically work on the show. And I also don't think it was particularly that funny on its own. I think it was just more the use of it. Um, like, I feel like the humor highlights are like the, the other stuff we're talking about. But um, it is a nice cap to uh, what is one of the most unique episodes of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Delaney, other things from the episode you want to talk about? And if not, final thoughts here. Oh, I just really liked the training sequence, and then like Arcana becomes like Green Lantern and steals Zarya's bow, which was really rude. Yeah. But like, like also that was like so rude. Like, oh, your breath though, and then she just like hits her. It's like Arcana, you're rude. Like, jeez. So I liked yes. that. Like, it was funny, and like it was like a good train. Like I'm glad. Like I like stuff like that. I like training sequences and stuff like that. But overall, I just really liked the episode it was good like it was funny and i liked it a lot yeah thumbs up april uh it, yeah it was a really good episode it was it was zany and fun and i liked it um as a filler episode i thought it was very successful um the comedy was great and the lines from the characters were good it, it was it was an overall good episode so thumbs two thumbs up Two thumbs up. Okay. Thumbs um, yeah, I think I think mostly two thumbs up. Yeah, it was it was. Uh, is I appreciate that the show is capable of this type of thing. If 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 our episodes are less like if our downtime episodes are less like Gumlump and more like Vexed, then uh, the show will improve going forward. For I think. Great. Um, yeah. So thumbs up. Next week uh, is a very notable episode: Mutiny okay. Most Foul. I'm um, so ready for this episode. Oh my god, does it mean the pirates are coming back? Yay! I mean, can you can you tell from the name? <laughs> oh wait, the lady hasn't seen the preview yet. Oh, I'm pure. It's yeah, be the, good. The, pre- the preview shows it's from the right beginning of the episode. It shows uh, M preparing for her date with Casey. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Uh huh. It's great. <laughs> 
but yeah, it's that's our next week, and then after we have um, the through my enemy's eyes on the seventeenth, and on Christmas Eve we have the prophecy unleashed, currently slated for Christmas Eve. Oh jeez, that's gonna be a team, man. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Well, I'm gonna be, oh god, I have to get caught up on Doctor Who. I don't have time for this. Oh my god, <laughs> for the Christmas special, yeah, with the female yeah, doctor Jesus. transforming, yeah, it's happening. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, this is our uh, Mrs. Khan's holiday special, The Prophecy Unleashed. No, I don't think so. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll, uh, and then we'll be through 20 episodes of Mrs. Khan's in 2017 with 20 more in 2018. Super hype. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so let us know what you thought of our discussion here and join in on the conversation on our Discord, overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Our Mrs. Khan's channel continues to be very active. And uh, we got more people catching up. That's been the best part is when we get uh, other co-hosts to live blog. Um, we got Andy is officially caught up on the show. Beatrice, we got randomly to catch up on the little Last Little Witch Academia podcast, and she's almost caught up now. Uh, taking over Overly Animated. Find, find people's reactions on her Discord, overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Uh, let us know your thought in the comments on our website or on YouTube. Um, and subscribe on uh, YouTube or iTunes to not miss any of our future Mysticons podcasts. Uh, and you can consider supporting us uh, via Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Hope, a.k.a. Katara. And thanks, as always, to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Uh, if you become a d- patron for the month of December, you can get in on our end-of-the-year awards voting, where I can no, tell I you, a, yeah, you, yeah, you two need to start doing that. A strong push is being made for M for best char- best main character. So that's what? where we're making our push. Uh, and it's looking looking good so far, but there's a lot of people who haven't voted. So <laughs> that's where we're making the push. Um, and, uh, you know, best show, maybe, you I'm know, I'm so excited I don't to know. put my vote in now. <laughs> yeah. How much do we want to try to rig it in favor of this? Cons- we could see, but, <laughs> but there's uh, no rigging it. We're all being honest. <laughs> yeah. We have a, there's a campaigning thing and we're, <laughs> I'm like, uh, Mr. Guns. That's, that's my, I'm going to start campaigning yeah. in the discord. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes do that you gotta influence okay so uh hopefully get get in on that and uh we'll be back next week to discuss the pirate episode yep very excited to meet nemo's foul and a bunch of other stuff coming up overly animated we did a busy weekend make sure you fi- check out our ruby miraculous ladybugs star versus and uh, little Academia podcasts um another little Witch Academia podcast coming in addition to some other stuff at overlyanimated.com uh yep and that's all thanks very much for listening guys we will see you next time bye bye Bye.